to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everyone, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. And uh, boy, we are totally, totally jazzed about what is being created here and you know for those of you that are just tuning in i want to welcome to everyone that's listening from the east coast uh those of you that are plugging in from seattle uh boston tampa thank you welcome to the show and any of you that are listening to the show from other parts of the country and other parts of the world like i know you do uh, and the reason i know you do is because somehow we're we're like in the top 40 on itunes thanks to nick and whatever he's doing and i don't know if you know what that means iTunes is a place where people can hook up so that their iPod or the shows automatically flow into their iPods. And, you know, a year ago, if we were talking about iPods, probably it would sound like something from another planet. Right now, though, you know, it is a way that people listen when you can't listen to work. And so we know that there are there are lots of you that are tuning in. I also want to let everybody know that Gary Bros is joining me here today. Uh, you know, we're talking about I love what we're talking about with Gary because you know for me for the longest part of my career I've always wondered how do you reward people how do you do it in a way that makes sense and if you've been a manager you know what it's like to be a manager and there's a separate standard for you but if you're like me I started working in the mail room right I was like pushing a mail cart. The other thing that I did before the mail cart was I sold hot dogs from a hot dog wagon. And even before that, I'm not even going to tell you what I did before that. But I know what it's like to work in jobs where you're truly working. You're wondering if anybody is paying attention. And, you know, it didn't matter how many hot dogs I sold. you know, the only thing they cared about was how many hot dogs did I have to throw away? And so, you know, in the scheme of things, as we look back over my career and those of you that are working, you know, are you, do you feel like you are being rewarded adequately? Do you feel like there is enough attention that is being paid to your effort right now? Or have we moved into a mode, and I can't wait till I ask Gary this question, have we moved into this mode of where organizations kind of feel like you ought to be grateful you have a job? So if I say thank you to it, it's probably thank you to you. It's probably two more words than I pretty much feel I should say. Well, Gary Bros is changing the entire landscape on that conversation. He's been joining us here today as we look at creating uh, a, a bonus program. We look at creating a campaign that enables people to be excited every day and to be rewarded for what they do. So we've gone through a number of different aspects or elements of the model that he's created. And many of you have heard the show. And what I want to tell you about Gary is in addition to owning uh, several businesses in the Seattle area, he's someone that has decided... I'm going to do and and reward people. I'm going to learn from what I do. I'm not going to give up on it. And I'm going to create something that I want to share with other small businesses. And I want to tell you, 
that small businesses, we used to have an old perspective on small. And we used to think small business was me at the hot dog stand doing the hot dog thing. But no, small businesses these days can have lots and lots of people and become vulnerable to how we reward people. As a matter of fact, maybe even more vulnerable than mega corporations that have uh, other avenues to go. Gary, thank you for joining us here today. Welcome to the show. You know, since talking with you, I've learned how important this conversation is for small businesses. I had a friend of mind say to me, you know, one of the things you're doing with this program is you're really shining the light, a light on small businesses, small business owners, and, you know, depending upon where you live, we get hit with a ton of taxation and other things, but we get sort of left out of the message on how to motivate and reward people. And right. aren't you helping with that? I mean, I'm trying. That, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is what you've learned from your own journey. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, what just to clarify, too, we should talk about definitions here. Uh, small business is up to $5 million in revenue and up to $10 million in revenue in some definitions. So it, it's not just the hot dog, st- hot dog right. stand, folks. It, right. it is, you know, companies that have 50, 100, even, uh, you know, as many as you know, 150 or more employees, and they'd still be considered small business in this country. And, you know, for you, this is something that you've, you know, you pretty much stepped into and, you know, have had to learn how to be successful at it. And honestly, there really aren't, Gary, there really aren't a lot of people out there right now that are really addressing the issues that our small business owners have, let alone talk about how to reward the people that work with us. It's a tough problem. And and the reason that I'm talking about it is because I was forced into circumstances where I had to do it uh, in order to save my business and to keep things going. I had to be creative and come up with new ways to to, uh, energize and involve and uh, and inspire the employees and try to keep them uh, motivated to do the right work. And and so we learned, and and uh, so over a time we we found all the things that don't work and a few things that do, and uh, and so that's what we're finally here talking about now is what we've isolated down to the to the eight essential elements of a good bonus program that make it actually work very well for everyone. So let's take a minute and sort of reflect on where we started and where we are right now. Ah, uh, okay. Um, what we have is we have eight essential elements of a bonus program that have to be present and have to be done pretty darn right in order for the bonus program to actually work. And when I say work, I mean it has to be a uh, uh, success in terms of the way that uh, it rewards the employees properly, it returns value to the corporation, and it enhances the product or service to the customers. So all three parties need to uh, win out of any kind of you know, restructuring of your compensation programs. Um, we've got the eight essential elements of the bonus program that we've identified that have to be present, and the eight of them form an acronym. If you use the first letter in each of the uh, words that uh, identify the element, and that acronym is GETS MORE, G-E-T-S-M-O-R-E. So if we do this whole program right, everybody gets more. And today we're here to talk about the uh, eighth, I'm sorry, the sixth element, which is the O in GETS MORE, and that's objective. You want me to run down all of them? I got to tell you, one of my (laughs) most fun ones to talk about and one of the most confusing and the one we screw up all the time. Yeah, let's just go through and just tell tell folks what the elements have been that we've talked about thus far. All right, really quickly. The G in Gets More is gradiated. You create multiple levels so that uh, the employees can reach multiple different levels of success in their uh, bonus program. E is equitable. It just has to be fair across the board, not just for one department, for, for the whole company in particular. 
Uh, T is timely. It has to be paid on a frequent enough basis to keep everybody motivated and involved, and usually that is once a month for entry-level and uh, front-level employees. S is simple. It has to be so simple that even management can understand it. Yes, that simple. It has to be easy to com- compute, uh, easy to explain, easy to understand. Uh, M in Gets More is the, uh, stands for Meaningful. It has to be uh, meaningful to the job, that the specific job that the employee is doing, but it also has to be meaningful in the sense of how many dollars it's paying out. It has to be attractive and exciting in that way. Uh, the O that we're going to talk about today is objective. It has to be quantifiable. We'll talk more about that in a bit. R in Gets More is reinforced. We have to give people feedback and, and keep the information flow back to them on how they're doing on the bonus program. And E is easy, and we'll be talking about that one, too, where uh, I'll save the details on that because it's just my favorite. I it just is. love that one. <laughs> it's so subjective, too. <laughs> it is. What's easy for me may be hard for Benny, but who knows. Uh, and one of the things that I want to mention is that we're going to take your call. So I want to give out the toll-free number right now because we've talked about a lot of things with and we want you guys to weigh in. You know, what are the compensation programs that you're part of? What works? What doesn't work? Uh, what questions do you have about what we're going to talk about today? I want to give you that toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And those of you that are listening that are small business owners, you know, this is a good opportunity for you to connect and connect with Gary directly. Uh, if you're listening to this show... You're probably in need of some of what we're sharing here today. Uh, you know, th- this for me, let's let's start by talking about the O, because I think that, you know, when we talk about the term objective, uh, I, I wanted to get a sense from you of how that translates to money and to a yes. process like you're talking about, because that's a word that gets thrown around a lot. Yes. And, and what we're really talking about here is objective rather than subjective, okay? You want to eliminate all of the opinions and judgment calls and uh, guesstimates and all those things in the program. You want to get down to hard, cold numbers, uh, something that is quantifiable, something that you can verify, something preferably that the employee can figure out and verify themselves, and then just relate the bonus dollar amounts, as we talked about in the discussion about gradiated. You mo- you relate the individual goals in the in the set of gradiated goals uh, to a specific target number, and and then when they achieve that number. In whatever the bonus category is, then it's it's real, it's verifiable, it's quantifiable, and it has nothing to do with any management perceptions or discussions or thoughts or judgments or anything. Yeah, our little spins on it. What I call the managerial spin on organizational policy. None of that can happen with this. Gary Gross in the house right here on the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about objective versus subjective. What does that really mean? How does that translate to money? And then how do you have a conversation if you believe something is going on? On in your organization that doesn't feel right. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike, how 
you doing? Man, if it weren't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Oh, whoa, whoa. You need a shift in perspective. I know. I want to change, but I just can't seem to make it stick. My relationship, my job, my finances, all hitting rock bottom. Well, you know what? You should enter Dr. Pat's Holistic Makeover Contest. Oh, no. Not another makeover. Don't wait just a minute. Don't jump to conclusions. It's not just another makeover. It's a makeover from the inside out. The kind that really works. The Dr. Pat Show is bringing together practitioners from all across the country to work with three lucky listeners to change their lives for good, dude. Now, seriously, here's the deal. Like Dr. Pat says, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? Now you get all the help you need to become the new you. Okay, how do I enter? Well, all you got to do is go to drpatsmakeover.com for all the info and to enter. That's drpatsmakeover.com to finally become the person you've always wanted to be. There's a secret that we want you to know. A secret so closely guarded that the medical community spends billions of dollars each year to make sure you don't know what it is. Here it is. Your health isn't determined by how many prescription drugs you take. It's determined by you. You already possess everything you need to be completely healthy. On Saturday, August 9th, there will be an experience that will put you in the driver's seat. A one-day training that will arm you with the power to be your best every day. Be Your Best is an intense, information-packed, fun-filled, one-day event focused on giving you the tools to dramatically improve your health and your life. Don't miss this amazing experience. $29 will get you in the door and the information you receive will get you the life you deserve. Call 800-443-BEST. That's 800-443-BEST to register for Be Your Best in Seattle on August 9th. Or visit bestlifetraining.com for more information. The year 2012 and the great shift of the ages. The biggest story ever and the clock's ticking. Tired of all the doomsday predictions? Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel, Infinity's Flower, showing us a vision of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it. Find out how at www.infinitysflower.com. That's infinitysflower.com. First to join your favorite Hay House authors on the next I Can Do It at Sea. Come aboard a luxurious cruise ship and meet Greg Braden, Brian Weiss, Sonia Choquette, and many more. The seven-night cruise to Alaska on July 11th through 18th, 2009 includes soul-nourishing workshops, spiritual cinema movies in your cabin, autograph sessions, and amazing ports of call. This is a vacation you'll never forget. Cabins are limited. Reserve today. Hayhouse.com. News, traffic, and weather? Now you can get your information fixed weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine. Through the bumps of dime in your prime. Come on, let's play it. Oh, you thought they were off. I'm kidding you. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm ready to break out in song. That is oh. a personal favorite of Mr. Bros. Oh, my God. It's a personal favorite of mine. Do you know Do you know where I saw a Bob Dylan? No. Do you know where I saw? Okay, you ready, everybody? In New York City in a club that was called the Cafe Wah. 
Wow. wow. Yeah, I was like a little babe then. <laughs> Illegally in a club that I Uh-oh. shouldn't have been in. I looked much older then, and they didn't do a whole lot of proofing back then. No. Okay, but there's way too much information for Dr. Pat listeners. Uh, I was so a Bob Dylan groupie. I, you know, it was, there were two little groupie things that I did, Bob Dylan was. But, you know, Gary, I want to hear why Benny played that for you. We can hold that for another uh, show, but it's... I, I just I just like Dylan. Oh, I my gosh, I know. Dylan. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I almost failed an English class because they asked to bring in poetry, and I brought in his stuff. Uh-oh. Yeah. It, <laughs> 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 yeah, there we go. Gary Bros joining us here today. You know, this is a conversation that is so important. And, you know, Gary, in the process of being on the show and talking about uh, what I believe is the next level of... Uh, of, first of all, monetary motivation for people. And I believe you're going to see more of this in organizations. The problem is you're seeing more of it done in a way that doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, Gary has personal experience with this and is on a mission to share with people out there how you can create a campaign that not only rewards people uh, in immediately, but does it in a way that makes sense and keeps them motivated. For those of you listening to the show, that have, you know, are in the small business arena. And, you know, this is kind of a connection you want to give to your bosses, by the way, if you're listening to this, because, you know, we're getting, we're running out of ways to motivate people. And more and more, you're going to, you know, we're looking at benefits that are diminishing. We're looking at things that are being taken away. I've talked about the psychological contract. That is certainly my area of research. And one of the things that is significant in studying psychological contracts, and contra- psychological contracts are really simply this. If I imply that I'm going to give you something, then I better give it to you. If I don't give it to you, then I've lost your trust. Uh, you feel betrayed, and trust is significant in this conversation. Gary has laid out a model that not only builds trust, but there's no margin for squeaky managerial spin to happen. And that's today's topic on objective, Gary, isn't it? You bet. So let's talk about objective from the point of view of what you've learned and what you've discovered. Now, obviously, as we've talked about before, there are certain life lessons that I'm sure you want to share about mm. what you've done, not so cool, maybe not so objectively. Do you have any of those stories? Oh, gee, how many do I have? <laughs> do we have three or four hours to talk about them? I ha- I've had, you know, we've talked about this before, but we learned. I-, I learned all of the essential elements and what was really important by doing the wrong things repeatedly until I finally got it hammered into my head that, well, that's the problem. And, and frequently... You will find that people design bonus programs uh, for their employees based on some kind of a subjective issue rather than some numerical, quantifiable uh, key uh, element. And it's just deadly. I mean, I just, you know, uh, the best example... Uh, that I have is probably uh, when we cleverly put a bonus together that was going to uh, reward the employees for being in uniform. So that's easy, right? Yeah. I mean, you're either in uniform or you're not, right? That's right. Unless you're Benny. I can't even imagine Benny in uniform. Well, sure, it's easy, except I didn't really think it all the way out, right? So what happens? I mean, you you want people to be in uniform because you want them to put off a good image for the company. Right. Okay, among other reasons, but that's certainly a key one. Right. Uh, so what happens when the guy doesn't wash his uniform and shows up? He's in uniform. He just hasn't washed it for a week. Is that the image we want? So 
now we have a guy out there who's wandering around, and he looks like he's the, uh, you know, the cover boy for Stinky Employee Weekly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just not a good scene. <laughs> what, what do you do now? Now, now? now it gets ugly because now, you know, you said it, if he's in a uniform, he gets his bonus. Well, he's in uniform. You didn't say it has to be a perfectly pressed uniform and it can't stink. You and you have to give it to him, Gary, because that's not his mistake. That's right. I was uh, I failed to clarify. Yeah. Okay. So even after I clarify, now what do we do? So now do I have my supervisor maybe do the sniff test on the employee every morning before he starts his shift? And heck, if we do it on him, don't we have to do it on everybody? Oh my gosh, you do, or else you're okay, going to have well, a major a, that, lawsuit. That's a good use of my uh, supervisor's time doing the <laughs> sniff test every morning. He can be the 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 odor magistrate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it ends up being a subjective call. So how stinky does it have to be? <laughs> a little? Isn't a little stinky okay? Because, I mean, he's out there oh working. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you oh, did you, this. You don't how even want to go down this road. How long did you keep this implemented? Uh, well, we didn't really do the sniff test. That was obviously too degrading. And uh, we just, you know, tried to finesse it. But the real problem was that... You know, it's a difficult enough conversation to have with the employee anyway, the old hygiene conversation. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when you it's couple tough. that with the fact that now we're not only having the conversation, but we're also connecting it to his pay, his bonus, right? And if it's a group plan, which some of the ones that we dreamed up were, now it's affecting everybody's pay. We just do a, a team bonus. Everybody in uniform, everybody gets X amount. One guy in uniform doesn't, one guy not in uniform, and you don't get it. And it was a little peer pressure. Brilliant strategy until, of course, the sniff test issue came up. And then, so now um, you have employees sniffing each other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what we're... Yeah, it's a real morale booster, let me tell you. And uh, so, you know, and it comes back to, okay, it wasn't quantifiable. Right. And, and it wasn't verifiable by, a, like, a third party or just be a a numerical calculation. You want to take yourself out of the equation. You, you do not want to be part of the process for determining whether somebody gets the bonus or not. It needs to just be, I mean, it is or it isn't, and, and it's obvious to everyone, and there just can't be any qualifications. You know, and the example that you gave, I mean, I think we're chuckling about it because you can chuckle about it. You've been through it. Uh, but the reality is that, you know, there are things that show up in, in a subjective nature all the time. And we don't get it until it's kind of pointed out to us in an obvious situation. There are things that show up uh, that are not as obvious as this. Right. And, you know, there are the more, I thought it was objective, but guess it's not. How do we manage human opinion? You know, it, it, part of it, it comes back to, you know, a lot of the other elements. Um, and we talked, like you talked about, you yeah. know, and, and you need to have credibility with the employees. They have to believe your, your interests are, are aligned with theirs and that you have their, their best interests at heart. And, it, and you call your, that into judgment every time that you start doing things subjectively. Um, if you've established a good relationship with the employees where things are pretty open and you position this and whenever you do a bonus program, I always urge the uh, owners or managers to uh, always say, look, we don't know if this is perfect. We're putting it out there. We'll tweak it if it isn't quite right. And you leave that door open so somebody will feel comfortable coming to you and saying, you know what, Gary, this is dumb. This is not going to work. <laughs> and, and then you're not, you don't have to be real defensive. You don't have to try and, and defend all your actions. You can just say, uh, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. We're going to have to make a change. Um, 
it, part of it is the corporate culture. You just need to make sure that people are feel comfortable enough to bring that up to you. But usually, after the fact, you will figure it out. You, it becomes pretty obvious to you that, oh, people aren't happy with the results because they perceive that I'm affecting those results. Let's talk about, I'm going to talk about something very specific right now. And I want to talk about probably one of the largest bodies of employees that I think could be affected by this. I'm sure there are others. But I think if I step back and put my little human resources hat on, what does that look like anyway? I'd have to think about that. <laughs> Benny will come up with something. But if I did that, the first category of job, career, that comes up for me is sales. Okay. Uh, and, and it probably comes up for me because, you know, I have sales folks on my team. But I've also been in a sales environment. I mean, you know, my, the job that I had to prove myself was the manager of a graphics department. You know, I mean, what were they thinking? Right. I, what, did, what the heck did I know about graphics? But I, I kind of learned that business the way you did. And, and I learned that, you know, there are measurements that we have. And we talked about that. How do you measure people and their results? Sales is very quantifiable. Yes. You know, that is the kind of thing where... The guy that managed me knew how many hot dogs I was selling, but he didn't like how many hot dogs I was throwing away. Right. And even though the percentage or proportion of throwaways had no effect on my sales, I mean, it was so small. In his mind, the fact that I didn't want to give somebody a stinking gray hot dog was a violation of principles. But you can count some things. And I wanted to talk about this objectivity component, especially around a, a career path like sales. Mm -hmm. they, interestingly, you know, sales generally is the more easy uh, occupation to create a sales or a bonus program for. And uh, because exactly you can relate it to their, per, their sales specifically, and you can do commissions based on the revenues that those sales generate. But there's still a lot of things that aren't equal. Right, um, right. Uh, you know, a, a quick example would be uh, at a, uh, um, a retail shop that's open for 16 hours a day, certain shifts are more likely to generate more sales than others. So if depending on what kind of business it is, it might be that they're, gonna, they're just typically going to have more people walking in the door looking to buy between 8 and 5 a.m. or 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. than between 1 p.m. and 9 p.m. And, and so you, you, you have to make sure that you're still being fair to everybody and, right. uh, and that it's still apples to apples when you create the bonus program. That's a really good point. Uh, you know, there was a friend of mine the other day. She manages some local retail fast food place starts with an M. And, um, and, and so, you know, she was telling me that she's got a dilemma around this because the dilemma is that they have this special campaign where you can get a free latte or a free, right. I don't even know what it is, but you can only get it between 11 and something. And so the dilemma is that only through that time, how do you reward everyone fairly? How do you do the objective thing? When we return from break, Gary Bros will talk more about this. And more importantly, what is it that you do in situations when you find out that maybe you don't think that this is being done in a way that is objective. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Gary Bros joining me here today. Smallbizsherpa.com is the website. We'll be right back.
discover what the meaning behind sacred spiritual space is and how it can be a healing part of your garden or home environment. Mary Fonts, registered nurse and landscape specialist, teaches about using nature, artifacts, healing energy, and angel readings to create sacred space. A spiritual garden offers methodologies that bring peace and healing to your special place. Call 508-339-5444 and visit aspiritualgarden.com. That's aspiritualgarden.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic alternative and complementary health Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. Hay House invites you to a glorious weekend retreat in Tampa, Florida. Meet more than 30 of your favorite authors for the inspiring, uplifting I Can Do It conference coming to Tampa this October 3rd through 5th. Join Wayne Dyer, Sylvia Brown, Caroline Mace, Colette Baron-Reed, John Holland, Marianne Williamson, and more for a weekend of spiritual discovery and great fellowship. It's the I Can Do It conference for life-changing good times. See details at ICanDoIt.net. Is one of your loved ones in crisis, or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. Like what you hear? Be sure and support the sponsors who support your favorite programs on Alternative Talk, 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And a toll-free number here is 1-800-930-2819. We're taking your questions, your comments. Do you have a compensation story that you would love to share with us? We'd love to bring you on uh, to to join us in the show. Gary Bros joining us here today. Uh, And Gary, I want to take a minute and give out your information, but more importantly, Importantly, I want to mention the book that you're working on. And so could you give us an update on the book? Because I'd loved, I'd love that we got to journey with you as you've been doing these shows, you've been writing the book. And I, I really love how this is all developing. Well, it's been great for me, too, because it's helped crystallize my thoughts more. And uh, and I want to make sure I write those chapters on uh, the specific elements before we talk about them. So uh, I finished those. But, yeah, I've been writing the book for about uh, three months now and creating the book in my mind for 28 years. And... Uh, uh, we're just talking about how to develop a bonus program, and we're designing and writing the book, and it's called Bonus Your Way to Profits, uh, because there is a way to create bonus programs where your employees win and you win, too. Right. And that's what we're trying to do. And uh, so I lay it all out. I talk about each individual uh, element and exactly what they ought to do and give examples of how to do that. And uh, and there's even a little test in the book. What a deal, huh? Well, (laughs) We'll make it hard for everybody. Well, I think the test is important because, you know, I I mean, I I don't think we want any of the folks out there to be creating bonus campaigns around smelly uniforms. I mean, that seemed like a brilliant idea. I mean, believe me, it is. I to mean, it's, with, on it the sounded, surface, yeah, it sounds hey, like a brilliant simple. idea, especially if you are in a line of business where that is so important. Um, but once you implement it, you certainly find out. Sir, I hope you included that story in the book. Oh, absolutely. I hope that story is in the book, <laughs> uh, it, you know, for, for many, many reasons. But, you know, today we're talking about we're talking about the, uh, the you know, one of the one of the elements in the gets more model, which is objective, as in not. You know, as in looking at objective versus subjective versus quantifiable uh, versus human uh, opinion. Now, you cannot eliminate the human element altogether because the people that create these programs are human. But you can certainly put the checklist together that says, have you considered this, that or the other things? Let's talk about the benefits for a program that has objectivity. I mean, we've talked about sort of one of the pitfalls in creating this, and there are other side effects as a result of a program. But I mentioned the word trust. And in the research that I've done uh, and and, and the articles that I write, there's an element of trust that you get to build in organizations, especially small businesses, that depends upon how consistent you are in keeping your word And then if you don't keep your word, how good are you at explaining why you didn't? Now, I want to ask you this question before we jump into the, how did you explain this to people when you changed the program? I mean, how did you, what did you say to folks? Did you say, uh, thought this was going to work, it didn't, we need to change? Well, I'm pretty close to that. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and again, I, you know, I emphasize it's easier to do if you go into the, uh, your bonus programs with people and saying, look, I'm not a genius. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm putting this together. It seems like this makes sense. I think it'll work. I've got a little input from everybody. We're going to give it a try. If it doesn't work, we're going to change it. 
All right, we'll keep working at it until we do get it right. And and so but basically it isn't that hard. It's a, it's a matter of going back to people and saying, you know what, we tried this, found a little uh, unfairness in it, and we found a little uh, inequity, and we're going to fix that. Um, or always we're going to try and fix it. The latest iteration of the uh, program is going to be this version, and we'll see how this one goes. And you do get, you know, tend to get closer and closer. And you're back to the trust issue. And, you know, if you're just up front with people, it's not that big of a problem. The the key in my case, I think, and, and in most businesses, is paying the bonus out frequently helps a lot. If you're paying the bonus out consistently every single month, you're, you're increasing your credibility all the time. And, and yet, you know, if you think about it, if you did a once-a-year bonus and then halfway through the year you change the rules, well, they haven't even got a check yet. Right. Right. And, and so, you know, there's definitely got to be some trust and credibility issues in that scenario. Actually, you don't usually know whether there's a bonus program until the month before the annual when everybody's like, are we going to get a bonus? I mean, that's kind of what's happening. But is there, Gary, is there a magic number? Okay, this is the question I wanted to ask you last week, last time. Is there a magic number uh, where changing the campaign too often causes more of a problem than the flub in the campaign to begin with. Yes. Do you get my question? I do. Yeah, and, okay. and we've been down that road, too. Um, <laughs> you can't think of a problem that I haven't screwed up one oh, time no, that I, I learned from. Um, you know, my general rule of thumb is I try not to make any changes faster than once every three months and generally once every six months. Um, with the, the exception being that if we discover something that's grossly inequitable, grossly unfair, that is obvious to everybody waiting three months or six months to make the change then defies logic and and people are on board with the idea that hey we're jumping on this and we're fixing it right now but if we're tweaking then you don't want to tweak too often because then it gets old and people start getting confused and oh, they, yeah. and then they think and then they'll trust they think you. that it's management manipulation yeah they're not going to trust you i mean that's yeah. the issue of trust where it comes up over and over again clearly if um you know we we still have more of the model to talk about but clearly if there's something that is going on in each of these elements in each of these steps then it's going to raise the bar on trustworthiness unless you explain it carefully so you said something brilliant last time all of these have to work together right you you can't get away with saying oh by the way i did the objective thing right yeah but i didn't do the timeliness thing right so let's split the difference yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i mean and that's what we found too is it took us a while you got to have every one of these elements nailed in order to make the pro program work and an objective you know it's uh, uh you'll find that even when you design a program frequently you will realize that if you think about it hard enough you'll realize that oh you know i'm basing that on some somewhat subjective opinions or ideas about things i'm structuring it in such a way that's already biased you've got to be real careful to structure it in such a way that it's just based on the on the quantifiable numbers and in the example that i gave earlier about you know the shifts at the retail store being different well the crew that's on the softer shift 
is going to say, well, hey, it's not an even playing field. Yeah, it's quantifiable, but it, <laughs> but it's based on the wrong assumption. I actually made, I actually did, screwed that up. And, uh, and I did it in an environment where uh, I, I really didn't think things out. And I shared with you during the break that I managed a graphics group. And it was my, what do they call it? Sort of the, you know, my proving job, my line job. And they, so they put me in a job that I almost couldn't couldn't i mean the the it i was putting that job really to fail i mean this was an organization that was two million dollars in the hole and they they wanted me to fire people and i refused to fire people so we ended up turning it around but one of the things i did for incentive was i i tried to implement a bonus program on my own between the day shift and the night shift Right. And the, these are and we had three shifts. This is how high of a production rate this was. It was the regular day and then there's like a mini night and then there's like the graveyard people. And so I didn't think this through. And so what would happen is the graveyard shift, which was, I forget, the hours are ridiculous, but it's something like one in the morning to right. Right. Mm-hmm. These people would win consistently. And so the daytime lead came up to me and she said, you're crazy. This is these guys are going to win hands down all the time. And I said, why? They said the phones don't ring at three in the morning. (laughs) Nobody. There are no clients coming in here. They don't have to deal with anything. They don't have to deal with last minute changes. And, you know, it is something as simple as that that can happen that throws the whole thing off right and then they, and then of course it doesn't help your oh credibility or your, their perception of you oh they were just she was and, crazy yeah you're dead before you begin on those yeah and you know the you know nina was great i loved her because this was a creative group of people and i loved it and the way that she told me was she drew a picture and she put it in my my mailbox and she put on it bonus program and she drew a picture of a bull and i'm not telling you what the bull did how do we prevent, as people that create these, what, how do we prevent this, Gary? I mean, you know, what can we do when we're implementing so that we don't do this wrong? The, part of the reason I'm writing the book mm, right, okay. is so that people can have their checklist. And after they've designed a bonus program, I do the exact same thing myself now. We design the bonus program and we just go down the checklist and say, is this truly going to, you know, is it gradiated? Is it uh, equitable? Is it timely? And and on the objective thing, it it takes a little bit of thought. Like you say, you have to make sure that you are not biasing the results by some assumptions that you've made that really aren't true. And, and, you know, what we didn't talk about yet was, uh, and maybe in the next segment, I can tell you what I think the greatest side benefit is of an objective bonus program that really pays dividends back to the company. That's a teaser. I'm I'm like, how does that work? I'm I'm like, okay, what did he just say? How does that work? Benny's laughing. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Dividends back to the company? Oh, that would be like a win-win. Wouldn't we want that to happen? And, you know, this is really an interesting conversation in the world that we're entered into now. Uh, You know, Gary has created a win-win where everybody does win and gets more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Give someone you love the gift of a phenomenal memory. Join the thousands of people who have discovered the life-changing power of phenomenal memory. Just imagine how your life could be changed if you suddenly had the ability to memorize entire books or even your entire phone book or to learn new languages quickly and be able to command incredible focus in as little as 60 days. Guaranteed. Go to pmemory.net and download the free ebook detailing how even you can enjoy the benefits of a phenomenal memory. Listeners of the Dr. Pat Show receive a $75 discount on the e-course, so don't delay. Your phenomenal memory is just 60 days away. Visit pmemory.net for all the details. pmemory.net. Stay informed. Sign up for the Dr. Pat Show weekly newsletter to find out about giveaways, extraordinary interviews, workshops, special events, and more. Go to thedrpatshow.com to sign up for the newsletter now. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear. Face everything and rejoice. Call 888-842-2008 or visit juliethong.com. Dr. Pat's giving away an iPod to a lucky listener every month. Yep, every month. All you have to do is go to thedrpatshow.com. That's thedrpatshow.com. Then sign up for our weekly newsletter. When you sign up for the newsletter, not only will you be entered to win the iPod, you'll also be kept up to date on all the awesome things that we're doing here at the Dr. Pat Show. So remember, go to thedrpatshow.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can't afford to miss out on this. Hey, are you one of those people who need a boost of motivation to lose those extra pounds and inches? Well, here it is. Take the Sugar-Free Miracle Weight Loss Challenge and earn $100 for every 10 pounds you lose. I'm Karen Bentley, creator of the amazing Sugar-Free Miracle Diet, which you'll love. It's easy, sustainable, and it stops out-of-control eating. To participate, send me an email at expert at sugarfreemiracle.com. That's expert at sugarfreemiracle.com, and I'll send you the details. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. the piano man bob dylan oh my gosh what's gonna be next you know are we gonna get a little diana ross or something here who knows welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by gary bros joining me here today smallbizsherpa.com is a website beanie i mean benny i think we have i will not respond to that benny 
Benny, you. my love. Yeah, that's even better. Um, <laughs> Wendy I, from Seattle. She's oh, got a question. Let's bring her on. Cool. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hello. Thank you. Hey, what's your question? Have, uh, well, two part. One is a question, and, and the rest of it is kind of my answer, but I would like to hear from Gary what he thinks. Um, I want to know what he thinks the most important element in creating a program for salespeople uh, that are on commission, that are, that are commission-based, would be. And before he answers, I just want to say... In my experience, um, I found that creating bonus programs that are attainable but that are still challenging uh, have have really worked for me. As as well as um, you know, having a, a bonus program on top of a bonus program, meaning if you reach a certain goal um, and then exceed that goal at another level, or maybe uh, get feedback from say customers, etc., that you can also then reach another uh, bonus tier. Uh, you're right on target, and and. You know, you, you said it really well. It needs to be attainable but challenging. And that's why we go back to the gradiated concept where you create multiple levels. And I'm really kind of hooked on five levels. Um, it just seems to work best for me. And with the first one being, you know, relatively easy and the third being, you know, fairly challenging and the fifth one being way up there so that they can reach, uh, you know, generally reach some goals for sure, have some success and also then have a you know a very high target that they can keep aiming for and know that if they make that they are going to get a huge reward and and so it sounds like you're doing that part already and as far as what i think is the most important you know i think that's it i think that the the most important thing is to create the bonus program in such a way for the salespeople and and true for most people but definitely for sales so that they do have some success during that that period of time that the bonus is for uh nothing more more uh disheartening than to work for you know uh, three months or whatever the period of the bonus period is only to not even reach a bonus level or to meet your draw or to to have any kind of success to report afterwards right right so i i think you know it sounds to me like you're you're you know, if you're designing your own, that you're pretty close to on target as far as you know, keeping it attainable but challenging. Great. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for your question. Thank you so much. Um, and we talked about that. Uh, you know, we talked about the, the, the importance of gradiated response and, and how that works. But, um, you know, I think it is that the questions were really important because there have to be levels. And you talked about this that the levels can't be set so high that only a handful of people reach them, but they can't be set, I, I'm trying to remember your words, they can't be set so low that, that everybody, right. eh, you know. Right. right. It, it has to be set up at a proper level so that most people are, are able to achieve at least the lowest level of the goal. And uh, But, yeah, it, it changes the dynamics completely if you've got, a opportunity for virtually everyone to be involved somehow rather than only the high achievers so before the break we were you know we you, you put out a little teaser there and i want to get back to that for right. you the the side effect the best side effect of staying objective in your bonus programs is that well there's two but the, you know, the first one is that it takes some heat off of management okay now it's not you deciding what it is that people are going to get on their bonus. It's not your subjective opinion about whether they did a good job or not. It's just the numbers, all right? And, and that, that's a big help for, for uh, management that doesn't have to then defend every decision or action. But the biggest impact, I think, is that you've got all these people that work at a company that are, uh, um, you know, sort of overlooked, uh, 
maybe they're modest underperformers. Maybe they're a little less than average uh, because they're not as, as uh, skilled at whatever the job is or they're new. And management already has a perception of them. And maybe they're not in line for the next round of bonuses. Um, but there's a lot of things about their pay that is not in their control. Mm-hmm. When you create a bonus program that is totally objective, and this is subtle, but it's really huge. Suddenly, these people that basically have felt at the mercy of management for most of their lives realize that they can actually affect their own paycheck by their future performance. Doesn't matter what anybody thinks of them in the past. Doesn't matter even what they own. They, they think of themselves in the past. All that matters is what they're doing going forward. And, and so you end up reaching a few of these people where the light bulb goes on. They go, hey, I can impact my own check. I can change my life a little bit. And, and in the bigger picture, it can be very gratifying to see that happen with a few folks who realize that, hey, I actually can impact my future by working a little harder and paying more attention and doing this. And it's a, a subtle but huge side effect, I think, of making sure that it's quantifiable and it's just based on numbers and it's not based on management's preconceptions of your performance. So, you know, Gary, I mean, I love how all of this is sort of coming together and 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 you and I are actually going to create a bonus program for the Dr. Pat Show team, which is exciting in a lot of different ways. Um, actually, the phones are ringing again. Uh, you know, this topic that we've touched upon objective seems to be one where I know in my own mind, it's the place that I've screwed up the most. Clearly, it's easy to do. And, you know, the subtleness of how you can mess up, you know, you and I shared in some stories that are so obvious to the people that are doing the jobs. But for us, they weren't. So, you know, part of this has been taking us through this. I'm so thrilled for you. I want to thank you for joining us here today. Let's make sure we give out your information again. And I know you have a personal message for us here today. I do. And I'm, I'm at uh, www.smallbizsherpa.com, and uh, you can read uh, there about uh, uh, our ideas and what we're doing and some articles I've written along with uh, information on the bonus book that, uh, that is being uh, put together right now. As far as uh, my last comments here, I just want to say, you know, that the business dynamics in America are changing. Uh, the gas price escalations affecting shipping costs. Uh, the Internet sales are affecting uh, mortar, brick-and-mortar uh, outlets. Uh, the decline of the unions are affecting uh, workers' relationships with their employers. And there seems to be a void that needs to be filled in that regard. And now the economy's turned down, and we're looking at not such a great situation here for the rest of 08 and 09 probably is going to be a little rough for a lot of businesses. A lot of major corporations are considering that pretty devastating news. But it does present a a unique opportunity for an aggressive small business owner. The, you know, while while large corporations are mired in uh, meetings and uh, inaction, small business has an opportunity to really crank it up and make decisions, uh, to change on a dime. You can uh, uh, be aggressive and, and make alternative uh, plans and go forward. And you can imagine I'm a big proponent of doing that through restructuring compensation and uh, performing and paying people based on performance. But regardless of what path you take, the important thing is just to take action. 
survivors of this economy are going to be the nimble and the quick. He who hesitates is lost, and he who fails to take any action at all has already lost. My name is Gary Bros. I'm the Small Biz Sherpa, and this is America. We chase dreams here. Wow, thank you, Gary. It's, uh, for me, an honor and a thrill to be one of those small businesses. And boy, we're doing exactly what you've just talked about. Thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you for joining us here on the Dr. Pat Show. Don't forget, tonight, Linda McKenzie joins me on BBS Radio. We're going to be doing readings there as well. Tomorrow, we're kicking it up again with much more on the Dr. Pat Show, Perf Go Green, and a ton of other great information. We've got more exciting news to share with you on the Holistic makeover and thank you thank you thank you for being there for us we'll see you tomorrow